this song's called Anything Anything. Anything, anything. I'm Rich Russo. We got 
got 16 tons of atomic ore. We got next year's Army, Navy score, and the first four battles of the Civil War. It's a really big show tonight. It's a really big show tonight. Shoe, not show. It's a really big show tonight. Now you've got it. We've got a spaceship blasting off for you and an in-person visit from the entire Bronx Zoo. And the guy who invented Asiatic food. Mm-hmm. It's a really, really big one tonight. Don't you love to hear and say? It's anything, anything. I'm Rich Russo. He can take your blues away. That familiar phrase has become a craze. It's a really big show tonight. Yes, sirree, we've got a beauty for you tonight. We got Noah's Ark from the far-off past. We're gonna reproduce an atomic blast. We got World War II with the original cast. We've got a really, really, really big one tonight. It's a really big show. Shoe, not show. And we're all gonna go. Goo, not go. Well, shoe or show or goo or go. Yeah. 
Welcome to Anything, Anything. I'm Rich Russo. This is your weekly two-hour ass-kicking, band-breaking, taste-making, genre-busting, free-form radio extravaganza broadcasting from my house in New Jersey. And we have a fantastic, fantastic show for you. Jay Clemens is going to be joining me in a little bit. And we begin tonight with the only ones... Another girl, another planet, because now we're going to lead into another guy who's on another planet, that being Peter Buck, of course, whose birthday was the other day. Peter Buck, most famously known for being guitar player in R.E.M., has embarked on this insane solo career since R.E.M. has broken up, and he has been just releasing the wackiest stuff, and a couple months ago released a 7-inch um, a that was... A cover of a song by the Mummies. The Mummies were a, um, I guess, late '80s, mid '90s garage rock wacky band out of the San Francisco area. Had this very bizarre song that came out on Sub Pop called "You You Must Fight to Live on the Planet of the Apes." Well, Peter Buck released that as a seven-inch single. So for his birthday, we will play that to kick off the show. Peter Buck covering the Mummies. You must fight to live on the Planet of the Apes right now on anything, anything.
It's anything, anything. I'm Rich Russo. We go from Peter Buck into Buck's Fizz, a UK band from the 80s for Mike Nolan's birthday. He was one of the members of that band. This birthday was the other day. Yeah, we celebrate birthdays of random people here on this radio show occasionally. That was song was called uh, Making Your Mind Up, which, by the way, was an insanely huge hit. It was number one in the UK, Ireland, Austria, the Netherlands. Belgium, Spain, Israel, Denmark, and it was number two in Sweden and Norway, and number three in New Zealand and Switzerland, and number five in Germany. Never, ever was given a formal release in the U.S., which is shocking. If it was that big of an international hit, top five everywhere, and a bunch of number ones, was released as a promo single, never officially released here. I don't know whether they sent it out as a promo single and those stations played it, but mind-boggling that that song, Making Your Mind Up, did not at least become released here to try to become a hit anyway. If you're making your mind up on what to get somebody for Christmas, whether it's, you know, you're in the liquor store, maybe it's a trendy bottle of vodka or that crazy tequila you see, skip that. Get them six-point beer. They will love you forever. They will appreciate it more and more thought is good goes into it than just whatever the trendy vodka of the month is. Six Point comes in a numerous amount of varieties, whether it's Sweet Action, Bengali Tiger, The Crisp, Righteous Ale, Brownstone, Resin, Global Warmer, which is the winter seasonal brew. You will be the king of the holiday party or the queen of the holiday party if you walk in with Six Point beer instead of crappy bottle of vodka trust me on that you want to figure out where you can get six point beer maybe you're on your way to a party and you realize you don't have something to bring just download the beer finder app on ios or your android phone boom you type in where you are you hit your location services it'll tell you all the places whether it's a liquor store a supermarket a bar or a restaurant that has six point beer even tell you which ones they carry so if you're looking for sweet action maybe one place doesn't have it the place across the street does that's how you do it go to sixpoint.com for more information follow them on twitter at six point and if you want to find 12 different varieties of six point beer just come to the six point holiday concert and beer festival happening this saturday in the city at subculture 45 bleaker street at the corner of lafayette this Saturday, 3 o'clock to 7 o'clock, it's an afternoon thing, so you could go hang out in the afternoon, then go to parties at night, etc., do some shopping, whatever you're going to do. We're going to have some live bands there. It'll be a lot of fun. 12 different varieties of six-point beer, the Crisp, Sweet Action, Bengali Tiger, Righteous Ale Resin, Global Warmer, Brothers Quinn, Spice of Life Single Hop, Apostle, Gorilla Warfare Coffee Porter, The Incredible Mild. Mad Scientist number 17, and who knows what else. Tickets on sale, early bird, 40 bucks, and that includes unlimited beer. If you could still get those, if not, they're 50, and net proceeds go to the Humane Society. How cool is that? A little holiday cheer for you with Six Point. This Saturday, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m., Subculture, 45 Bleecker Street. Get tickets, subculturenewyork.com. Hey, this is Jake Clemens, and you are listening to Anything Anything with Rich Russo. Follow Rich on Twitter at DJ Rich Russo, and uh, for playlists, etc., you can go to richrusso.net, or you can go to jclemens.com, and then send me an email and ask me where to find Rich, and then I will send you uh, an email explaining that he is at richrusso.net.
anything anything i'm rich russo brand new from jake clemens from the ep embracing light that is now out and i'd like to welcome to the anything anything radio program saxophonist guitarist singer keyboardist member of the east street band doing his own solo stuff humanitarian you name it all around great guy please welcome the legendary mr jake clemens (laughs) tell me tell me about who is that song written about who must be crazy like is that a generalization yeah. Or is there like a specific person? Is it about your wife, maybe? <laughs> maybe your daughter? <laughs> maybe some member of uh, the East Street Band? I song about you, Rich, believe it or not. Is it? No. Uh, After a couple times hanging out with me and decided to write a song? <laughs> that fool was crazy. That dude's uh, crazy. <laughs> no, it's a, uh, no, it's a generalization for sure. It's kind of just about uh, anybody who, who, who thinks that I should uh, stop what I'm doing, stop moving forward. Anyone who wants to hold you back, you know? That's kind of like the whole idea behind that song. Is moving forward, doing uh, doing your best and working hard through the blood, through the sweat, through the tears. You must be crazy if you think I'm going to go back. I'm moving forward. Now, have you had much resistance? I mean, you you I mean, you work your ass off. I mean, <laughs> I mean, at this point, I mean, obviously, we'll get into 
you know, what I guess has become your main job. But I mean, you sing, you play guitar, you play sax, of course, you play keyboards. So you're doing it all. I mean, is there been, I mean, have there been roadblocks? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, there's been, uh, uh, I say roadblocks. I mean, I'm kind of a big guy, so I kind of. And nobody's getting in your way. No, no, but you know, like, things come up. You know, there's a uh, there's disappointments, but yeah, you, you know, uh, even through the struggles, you know, that's the whole point of that. Is just you just got to keep moving forward. You know, there's definitely been times where it hasn't been easy. You know, for sure. This there's always tomorrow, and and hope is for today. So is embracing light basically your concept uh, in general? Yeah, embracing light is a. Uh, it is a concept uh, in itself. It's just a theme of my own life, you know, that light is present and it's to be embraced. It's not to be, uh, you know, the whole thing of hope and, and goodness, you know. It's not something to be waited on, you know. It's like you embrace it now, you know. The sun is up, take it in. I'm going to put you on the spot because I know you had told me a story once. Me and my big mouth. And, you know, you and your big mouth <laughs> had told me a story once. I'm going to ask you to tell the story. So we're going to go, your first E Street show is the at the Apollo. Yeah. Harlem, you know, the E Street Band did a radio broadcast, and this was your first official E Street moment. And the third song in, after the band had done two of the songs from Wrecking Ball, is the first quote-unquote song of the Bruce legendary, most recognizable songs, Badlands, which of course features overly recognizable legendary sax solo by your uncle. You had told me a story at the Red Rooster afterwards about gearing up for that first solo, which is now the first time that people were going to hear the guy who was stepping in for Clarence. <laughs> and there was a story about the saxophone. Yeah. That I, you know, I, it's just an amazing story. And it gets even, we were just talking about the embracing light and the spiritualness of things. And it kind of covers that. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm going to ask you to tell that story because it, it is. For people that believe in spiritual things, and we obviously had some spiritual conversations regarding yeah, elementals absolutely. and stuff, tell that story because it is just a, like, I got goosebumps, and I'm actually getting goosebumps now knowing you're going to tell the story when we were after the show at the post party and you told that story. It was just, it was mind-boggling. Well, first, you know, you have to understand the dynamics of, of that moment, you know? I mean, this is a, this is a, a very different place for me um, to be to be walking in. Um, you know, before this, I, you know, I've been a sax player for my whole life and I played with lots of different bands. Um, and, uh, and this, this role, uh, was, had a lot of weight behind it in itself. You know I mean? Like not only is it, uh, you know, quite possibly the most significant saxophone role, uh, in the history of it, rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. But it's also, uh, you know, like the, the weight of r relationship, you know, right. um, which is this whole another level on top of that. Um, we're at the Apollo Theater, which is like known for like being a place that uh, that creates stars or breaks people and, and lets them know that this, this is not an option. <laughs> um, historically, you know, like hysteria and, and stardom, you know, was like born in this place. And I grew up watching, you know, the uh, the Sandman pulling people off stage and you know the booing and everything. Um, you know, clearly, we're not at amateur night, um, so there's a weight of just the location. And then, uh, you know, they were so kind as to introduce um, me to that live experience by broadcasting it all over the world. Uh, right. so. your, fir your first gig isn't just like in some random small city. It's in New York City. It's in a theater that holds, what, 2,000 people. And you've now got the entire, not only the entire Bruce fandom, you've got the entire 
rock critics fandom. You've got everybody because this is one of the most iconic figures in rock and roll that right. is now sadly no longer with us right. physically, obviously, in spirit. He always will be with us. Absolutely. And now here is his nephew on stage, and we're three songs in, and it's Badlands. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, just the sheer weight, you know, I, I just, it was really important for me to just explain how heavy of a moment this is, you know. Because um, the thing is, too, with a live show, you can do some things sometimes that, uh, I don't know, there's this show around it, you know, so people don't always listen intently, but if they're only listening and there's no show around it, then they're hearing everything, you know, so this is... Explain my- this situation with the saxophones. Like, you've... Like Clarence had an A and a B saxophone, and you have an A and B saxophone. Right, exactly, exactly, right. So, um, uh, so Clarence left his left his horns to me, and and his uh, he's always given me horns in the past. Um, but uh, you know, he he had he had a few horns that were really particular to him. He had uh, this one horn that you know, if you watch any footage from back in the day, from the last I don't know three tours probably, there's this one horn specific. Um, it's the silver horn has like the gold keys on it. It's beautiful. Um, it was his first choice horn. He has a second horn that was like a backup horn that was, uh, like, uh, like nickel plated, like more black with silver keys. Um, and both of them beautiful. But for me, when I was in rehearsals and stuff, um, I don't know, I had a different connection with this, the, 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 the nickel horn, you know, the black and silver one. And, um, uh, which was his B horn. That was his B horn. Um, but you know, for me, I don't know, it was like, I felt like I was coming into this role and like, you know, maybe I should just try to, um, I, I was, I was trying to focus on using that horn more. Um, and, uh, so I had that one all set up and ready to go and we're playing the show. And, uh, like I said, third song in and, uh, just to give you a frame of reference as well. There's been a, there had been a few moments where like Clarence kind of let me know that he was present, you know, leading up to that, um, that were pretty significant. Um, but, uh, yeah, the connection is just, you know, it maintains its strength, but so Badlands, Badlands comes up and, and I get the horn and, uh, I'm, I'm very aware of where I am. So I want to make sure that, uh, everything's cool. So I gave the horn like a, a little test. Like testing you know? it to make sure like literal, like before yeah. the sax solo. Comes. Yeah, exactly. Before the sax solo, I give a little test, just make sure everything's working right. You know? So I, I pulled up Clarence's B horn, which at the time was my A horn. And, uh, and I'm like, all right, you know, I'm feeling good. Everyone's there everyone's you know expecting something great everyone's hoping for something great i'm hoping for something great you know so uh i I get the horn a little blow and it's not it doesn't work it's like it there's no nothing comes out (laughs) so the the so you're literally about ready to go into the first solo of your e street career three songs in on a worldwide radio broadcast where everybody is listening and everybody's you know rock critics everywhere this is your big moment and you've got your uncle's second horn is not working exactly exactly and you know like i'm prayed up for this thing you know like I'm, this is a really significant moment for me uh so now i'm kind of like panicking i'm like what in the world i can't believe i've never had an issue with this horn you know like never like it's just we have a good connection because it, was, it cool. was your a horn yeah, exactly. your his b was your a exactly so uh so now i'm panicked i have to then you know change mouthpieces put it on the on what was my b horn his a horn move the microphone over, you know, like I'm urgently like in this rush. And the song is playing. The song's playing. Yeah. This, this solo is uh, this, 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 this notion of impending doom is, is creepy, creep, <laughs> creeping up on me rapidly. Um, and, uh, and, and I managed to get me switched over and, uh, oh, it was a terrifying moment, but it was also, you know, exciting. And I just, I was just in a moment of like, I, 
I believe, I believe this is gonna be okay. But I also felt this thing of like this notion of Clarence, you know, saying, "Hey, um, you're going out there. You're playing the a horn. Exactly. You're like, gonna be. You know, listen, it's your gig now. <laughs> you're my guy. And no, you're you're my a horn is your a horn, and I'm gonna be present here exactly. for your first ever solo. That's exactly. when you told me that. That's what I took from. Yeah, that was that was exactly. I mean, I'm walking up. I've got the horn switched over, and uh, and I'm walking up, and I have this notion of Clarence, just you know, just being like. Hey, like not so fast. Hey. This is my stage. Don't ever forget it. You're gonna play my horn, and that you know, like that's how it's gonna work. <laughs> and it, and you you nailed it, and you've nailed it. Um, you've nailed it since. And why don't we actually, um, since we have the tape of that, we're gonna play uh, East Street Band Apollo Theater, Jake's first ever oh, cool. public solo with the East Street Band. Wow. And now you know the backstory. I want to play that right now on anything, anything. <laughs> out tonight, trouble in the hard line, gotta hit on collision, passion in my guts land, cold in a crossfire, I don't understand, there's one thing I know for sure, I don't give a damn, for the same old flooded out scenes, I don't give a damn, but just seeing the tweets, honey I want the heart of the soul I want control right now. Talk about a dream, try to make it real. You wake up in the night with a fear surreal. Spend your life waiting for a moment that just don't come. Don't waste your time away. You gotta live it every day. Let the broken heart stand. It's a price you gotta pay. Keep pushing for the time to stand. Working in the field Till you get your back Burn working beneath the wheels Till you get your facts Lord. Maybe I got my facts Learn real good right now So get straight All that money rich Rich man wanna be king The king ain't satisfied Till he rules everything Wanna go out tonight Wanna find out what I got I believe in the love that you gave me. I believe in the faith that you saved me. I believe in the hope that I pray that someday may raise me above these padlocks. You gotta live in every day. Make a broken heart stand. It's a place you gotta be. Keep pushing till the time is still. Oh, 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 oh. 
It's Anything Anything. I'm Rich Russo. We're here with Jay Clemens. Hollis Brown, local band from the New York City area that actually Jake and I went to go see in Minneapolis. That was called Gypsy Black Cat. And just so happened they were playing the world-famous uh, First Avenue, 7th Street Entry. Yeah. You know, we're in town for the East Street shows, and Jake's like, hey, let's go see some live music. I'm like, cool. We look in the paper, and there's like, hey, that band's from New York. Let's go see them. Yeah. Great band. Yeah, absolutely. One of my favorite things to do on the road in general is to go see live music. You know, I mean, we're giving it out all the time, but uh, we have a night off. I want to see who's in town. You know, it's really cool. No, and you've been very good at Twitter of, hey, what's going on in town? And I'm liking the fact that you're kind of like crashing bars now. Yeah. Like, literally, I mean, I saw in Ireland, like, you're literally just walking into a bar like three hours before showtime, taking pictures, drinking pints of beer with people, and then going on stage like you've become, <laughs> like, you know, the ambassador. Yeah, man. You know, we have this hashtag on Twitter. It's uh, Jake's Local. And, uh, yeah, it's my whole thing is like I just I want to embrace what's local in the community. I want to um, you know show people what's in their area and then show the world what's coming out of that area as well. You know, it's a you know these places we go to are so rich in culture and and then the music's incredible and the food. You know, there's like so many aspects of it that people take for granted. So and of, and of course in Minneapolis after we went to go see Hollis Brown, we went to that really not so good barbecue place, <laughs> which was like you know and I you know my friend Richard who you know. You know, made that out to be like this was this legendary, legendary barbecue place. You, here you are. It's a night before a show. Obviously, you're one of the biggest guys in town. Major deal. People coming up to you at the shows and stuff. And we're going to grab a snack because we had just flown in. It was 11 o'clock at night, midnight, whatever it was. And this guy swears that this is like the best barbecue place on (laughs) earth. So we look at each other like, you can never go wrong with barbecue. I mean, right. And. This place was not very good. <laughs> Again, I, I and I feel like I feel that, and we haven't had a well. We did have a meal since we had a meal in Italian, yeah, um, yeah. Italian Which restaurant. Was amazing, by to, the way. Yeah, why? Well, because I felt I had to go over the top to overcompensate. Because the one time we did go out for a meal on the road, it was really <laughs> subpar. And I, you know, we won't say the name of that barbecue place just in case somebody's listening in Minneapolis because <laughs> we don't want to hurt anybody's business. But like, really, it was a it was kind of a step back, wasn't it? I'm a hard sell for that just because I mean. Uh, <laughs> First of all, you know, I got I spent some time in the South as a kid, and I've always loved barbecue. But uh, over the course of like the last year and a half, I've slowly like I don't know, I've kind of cut meat out of my diet. You know, I uh, I eat fish on occasion, but for the most part, I don't really eat meat much anymore. So, um, but it's not like a religious thing. Like I'll have meat if it's like uh, if it's right, gonna so be here amazing. You, here you, know, you so. decide we're gonna go have because you're like your eyes lit up, and you're like, okay, if you're gonna, I love barbecue. Right, if you're gonna, if you haven't had that much meat, you're gonna make sure when you do have your meat. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna have. Oh, it's like yeah, making yeah. sure your calories. Or if you're gonna eat junk food, at least eat it. something good. Right. That at least you're wasting your calories on. And this was just not good barbecue. And I felt like <laughs> I felt like that you wasted. If you're only gonna eat meat like eight or ten times a year, I felt that like we put you in a really awkward situation <laughs> where you on like really subpar barbecue. And I really want to apologize for that. And we did talk some music, and we have talked some music backstage. We're here with Jay Clemens. So what is, it was a King Kufa, what was, you had told me somebody, you would, and I didn't know who he was, and you had had a great story about this guy, it was great music, and you were going to email it to me, and then you still haven't emailed it to me, so what was the, <laughs> tell me about this guy, you were trying to explain, I don't know, when we were backstage at Penn State, we were backstage somewhere, and you're like, dude, you gotta hear this, I got, and you're like, and, and I said, and you're like, I want to come on your radio show and play this guy, and I said, really? I immediately and, regret that decision. And, and, and the other thing that you said was which was which I to me was gave it even more credence was like I don't care if we talk about anything else or play any other song but this guy like don't even play my music I want you to play this guy so now 
Explain to me why, literally, you're putting all your eggs in this guy. Who is this guy? But now, obviously, oh, you man. regret it. Yeah, this is truly uh, based out of the anything, anything premise, right? Which is like, perfect. How far can we stretch this thing? Uh, it's. Were you just trying to come up with something that was so left of center that it was like, it's something that even he wouldn't play. This is tragic, Rich. This is, <laughs> what this is is, is, is it's a tragedy that's been recorded and released to the world. <laughs> Uh, so I, I used to spend a lot of time in the Lower East Side when I lived in the city, and uh, and I don't know, I was like had an ice cream truck or something like that at two o'clock in the morning. You know, this one of these uh, I think it's called the Hearts Challenger. This is a really cool ice cream truck that would come through, and uh, I don't know, you're hanging out the ice cream truck. It's Lower East Side, and there's all these bars and everything, and like you know, drunk people like to give you information. You know, and that's what they so, do. <laughs> somebody was telling me about this amazing artist uh, that they, you know, I should absolutely check out and uh and his name is did they know you were an artist at that point or you just happened to be at an ice cream no truck clue. like dude you gotta listen to this guy <laughs> the weirdest things happen in the ice cream truck I'm yes they do <laughs> uh but uh yeah this guy's name was chief kufra uh which sounds like an african name uh and and, and he does uh I don't know, he has this record called star of michael jackson seven star of michael jackson seven <laughs> and uh and apparently there's a track on there called Tribute to Bruce Springsteen, which uh, uh, which is fascinating to me. Absolutely fascinating. Um, I, I then downloaded it to listen to it. And um, again, immediately regretted that decision as well. But it's, uh, it's something interesting that might, for anything, anything, might be appropriate. Okay, well, you have it on your... Um... You have it on your phone right there? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so what we're going to do, and the beauty of being able to do this, you know, from my house when we... Uh, do this show is that literally we have every plug wire in the world set up. So we're gonna jack into your we're gonna jack into your iPod right now. You have the song set up? Yeah, yeah, it's here. Okay, so it's Chief Kufa. Kufra. Kufla. K O O F F R E H. Kufra. Now, check this out, right? I, I assume this guy was from like, I don't know, like sub Saharan Africa or something. I don't know. Uh, but uh, I looked him up later. It turns out the guy's in Boston. He's <laughs> and he just he's pretends like, he's, he's like from living like... in a house in Boston, and he's got like uh, I don't know, like a Casio keyboard maybe, and he's making music. And then it for some reason it's selling. People are buying. This well, now we're gonna we're gonna outlandish... give it its New York radio oh debut right gosh. now, and then maybe they'll even sell some more records. And uh, so this is Chief Kufra tribute to Bruce Springsteen right. from Jake's ipod or phone or whatever um and um and the funny thing about this is since we're playing it through your phone it is possible that if you're getting a text or anything or an email during it it'll probably make some noise why this is playing over there but this is free radio this is what we do and if you hear a ding maybe it's part of the song maybe jake's jake's getting a text we don't know here it is chief kufra right now on anything anything here comes Chief Kufre with a tribute to the Honorable Bruce Springsteen, born in the USA. America, the land of freedom, America, the land of freedom. If you hope, I make you great, I make you strong, flag is flying over. America, the land of freedom, America, the land of freedom, I give you hope, I make you strong, I make you great, our flag is flying, oh.
Bruce Springsteen, born in the USA. What a German. America, the land of freedom. America, the land of freedom. I give you hope. I make you strong. I make you great. Our flag is flying. Born in the USA. Tribute to Bruce Springsteen. America, the land of freedom, America, the land of freedom, give you hope, I make you strong, I make you great, I flag is flying, Bruce Springsteen, the great musician of our time, the man, the image, born in the USA. Made in the USA. Made in the USA. Buy. Made in the USA. One, two, one. One, two, one. One, two, one. Pentagon, one, two, one. One. It's, it's anything, anything, I'm Rich Russo. I, I don't even know what to say about that song. We're here with Jay Clemens. That was Chief Kufre. Tribute to Bruce Springsteen, born in the USA. Good Lord, that's terrible. Anyway, uh, we'll redeem ourselves. Let me take a quick... Hey, this is Jay Clemens, and you are listening to Anything, 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 Anything with Rich Russo.
It's Anything Anything. I'm Rich Russo. Brand new, Jake Clemens from the EP Embracing Light that just came out. You can pick that up wherever you get your music. It is fantastic. That was Song for Hope. And Jake's going to be playing the Stone Pony in Asbury Park on January 11th, which happens to be Clarence Clemens' birthday. You might want to go get tickets for that. It's going to be a fantastic show. And one of the cool things is Jake does some covers. He does a fantastic cover with his band of Ryan Adams' song two from the Easy Tiger album. So we're going to play that right now. I'd like to have Jake talk about it, but I think Jake went downstairs to get a drink of water or something. So we'll play two, and then we'll talk to Jake a little bit after the song. Here it is right now. Two, Ryan Adams on Anything Anything. If you take me back Back to your place I'll try not to bother I promise Cause it's cold and weak and I wish it was hard to sing broken speaking from the falls. And I'm back to from the falls. And I wanna go home. It takes two, and it used to take one. It takes two. Well, my money's no good But I'm up to no good No good ever comes from it on I got a really good heart I just can't catch a break If I could, I'd treat you like you wanted to I promise That I'm fractured From the fall I'm fractured in the fall And I want to go home It takes two and it used to take one It takes two and it used to take one It takes two and it used to take one It takes two, and it used to take only Too. 
And I wish that God would send me a word Send me something I'm afraid to do Lying in the heat of the night Like prisoners all our lives Well, I get shivers down my spine And all I want to do is hold you tight And to taste your tender charm And I just wanna sleep tonight again In your arms Oh yeah, oh Machines and there is fire waiting at the edge of town.
Well, they're out there for hire Baby, they can't hurt us now Cause you got You got You got my My love, girl You got my love, girl Through the wind Through the rain The snow, the wind, the rain You got my You got, you got anything anything i'm rich russo we're here with jake clemens tell us about that song that we just heard that is uh that is glenn hansard eddie vetter and myself 
Um, and uh, I don't know, that, that song has come to have a really deep meaning for me personally on a lot of different levels. Because you buy women's shoes? I buy you drive, women. Because you drive, you drive all night because you, a girl needs a new pair of... Uh... <laughs> I am the Santa Claus of women's shoes is what, is what that is. Uh, <laughs> no, um, now, you know, the first time I ever played that song live was, uh, was with Glenn. Um, and that was at Radio City Music Hall in 2010, I believe. I remember that, and I also played played it with Eddie, right? And then I played it with Eddie, Eddie absolutely, yeah, in Philadelphia. Eddie and Glenn actually both together. Um, that was kind of what spawned this uh, this connection to the song for the three of us. Glenn thing in Philly that was very close to when Clarence had passed, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was, that was right. Was that like afterwards. literally right? You hadn't the E Street Band thing hadn't happened no, yet, no, right? No, no, you, no, not at all. Uh, I hadn't really left my bedroom at that point. Like right. I was literally like in my room just dealing with the weight, you know, uh, uh, and the reality of like, you know, holding this thing in my hand with Clarence being, you know, not being physically present. And, um, yeah. And so, uh, Eddie and, and Glenn reached out and, uh, you know, wanted to get me out of my room basically. And yeah, it was, it was a significant moment. There's a lot of, uh, I don't know, a lot of, a, a lot of, I don't know, guts and heart, you know, being spilled. Glenn has a new EP called, uh, called Drive All Night. And, there you uh, go. and 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 this is on that, yeah. So uh, proceeds are going to go to Little Kids Rock, which is perfect. Which yeah. is charity that obviously Clarence was so so close to. Absolutely, and every obviously year they the have... little big man every year. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and raises awareness. Yeah, you know the great thing about the Big Man of the Year award is it's 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 about honoring somebody who's doing something amazing. But ultimately, the, at the end of the day, it's about you know doing something great for these kids, which you know? is like, the most important. Uh, that message is never trumped. You know, um, the fact that these public schools are closing music programs because of funding every day is is a nightmare and the fact that these guys are out there like uh little kids rock is doing some amazing things and uh and it's it's, it's you know uh, i mean steven putting together the rock and roll mm-hmm. forever foundation yeah. and the rock and roll high school and all that stuff. one of the things that i remember at one of the initial press conferences about that that he had said we were down in washington dc and and it's so true he goes america is probably the only country in the world that treats the arts as a luxury Mm -hmm. you know where music is the first thing that's cut and music appreciation and artistic appreciation whether it's you know painting or that it's treated as a luxury it's not treat for everybody and that's what happens in these public schools where they actually knock out the music system because that's just what they do and it's very very uh sad but it's great that little kids rock obviously bringing the instruments getting the kids into it obviously you know when you bring high-powered stars you know clarence doing this stuff and Steven, all of a sudden, now bringing awareness. I mean, Gaga's been there a couple times, and now it's getting big, big thing, and you've obviously carried the mantle for that as well. Yeah, I mean, we have to, you know. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, uh, it's it's something that the, the issue is something that's become um, aware to, and not because of celebrities, but because it's an issue. It indeed is a problem, as we hopefully, these kids will be all right, and we'll get some culture in the schools or at least get culture back in the schools little kids rock does a fantastic fantastic job of that and since we're talking about steven who's a big british invasion fan we were talking about eddie why don't we play something from 2000 from pearl jam live in seattle where by the way they just wrapped up the second leg of their tour on friday night in seattle here they are right now covering the who's the kids are all right on anything anything i've done my
Watch you run your bony fingers through my 45s Dust gets on your nails, girl, and the sweet hope in your eyes Tell me how am I to let you know I'm kind of T-Rex meets the jam Hold my breath and hope that you're gonna Look my way, your dyed hair, it is so precious Try to think of words to say I ain't too good at saying things But I could tip you certain songs Ooh, city girl How I want you for myself Just to hold your slowly swaying hips to mine That you're the missing moonlight from my soul song. See you walking to the counter with your confident stride. Little hands all filled with vinyl, sweet contentment in your eyes. My heart is skipping beats as I let the needle fall on Sam Cook and pray. What have we here for something funky and something kind of old? But every record that you buy, girl, turns to solid gold. I'm just a smile behind the counter. You're just a thank you and you're gone. Ooh, city girl, how I want you for myself. Just to hold your slowly swaying hips to mine Ooh, pretty girl, I want you for my own I swear that you're the missing moonlight from my soul song Same thing, anything, I'm Rich Russo, Marah with Why Independent Record Stores Fail, which we shouldn't let them fail, by the way. Make sure you do all your music Christmas shopping at independent record stores. But I never really understood the meaning of that song because it's about a guy who's working or owns a record store and there's a very attractive girl that's buying records and he's thinking in his mind of how he can talk music with her and stuff. I don't see that as failing. I see that as something that an independent record store can do for you that a big box record store couldn't, right? It could bring you closer to music, bring people together. Anyway, I don't know. We're here with Jay Clemens. What was the, do you remember the first record you ever bought? Uh, we were talking about this the, the other night. Uh, the, my first record. Like where you actually they, bought it. Yeah. Like where you were in the store with your parents and you I was picked not it up with your... my parents oh, okay. uh, for the record. You have to understand, I grew up in a, an extremely conservative environment. I mean, like literally, uh, like I wasn't allowed to listen to uh, the radio basically or like, uh, you know, MTV was big when I was a kid and that was not an option. When they were actually playing videos. <laughs> right, right, right. Back, back when I was music television. Um yeah, uh, no, but you know, like we grew up listening to gospel music. You know, that's that was what was in our house. So I had to sneak around and and listen to like you know, anything else. Kirk Franklin, that kind of stuff, or uh, like Shirley Caesar. I mean, like 
Like I'm going oh, like, the old school. The old school, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, you know, my dad was a Marine, and you know, very extremely traditional in that sense. Um, so, uh, you know, being a young, uh, rebellious. He kid snuck out of the house, went up, to a record store with, with angst. Uh, the <laughs> this is oh, first, great. The first thing I ever, I ever, I ever purchased uh, was a cassette tape. Uh, and it was uh, Snoop Dogg's first album. The the the, the inside the inside sleeve is uh is 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 cartoon like animated dogs, um, it was a en, en, enjoying themselves. Uh, <laughs> or illustrated say, physically illustrated, or with illustrated uh, dogs or with yeah. a paraphernalia. Uh, yeah, across the, was, across the board, it, it was it was inappropriate. <laughs> Oh, Snoop ended up Especially doing... Especially for a young youth such as myself. <laughs> yes, had, didn't he end up doing... He made a couple adult films, right? He's done I'm his, sure. I don't know. Uh, I think the record was called Doggy Style. For... So his first album, 1993. Yeah. So what was your... Do you remember what your favorite song off Doggy Style was? No. No, 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 no. I don't know. It was a weird time in my life. Um... <laughs> it was a weird time in my life. <laughs> Rolling down the street. Sm smoking Endo, sipping on gin and juice, I believe is the the, the oh, chorus yeah. lyric. Even though <laughs> fascinating, <laughs> even though we are sponsored by Six Point Beer and Six Point doing something for a different kind of dog, not Snoop Dogg, but for the Humane Society, which obviously helps dogs and cats and other animals. The Six Point Holiday Concert and Beer Festival is happening this Saturday at Subculture, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. Tickets available at subculturenewyork.com. There will be 12 different six-point brews there, and it's 40 bucks to get in early bird if those are still available. All you can drink, some live music. We're going to have some cool bands there. I'll be there for a little bit. It's going to be a lot of fun. And money, all the net proceeds are going to the uh, Humane Society. You cannot get better than that. Follow Six Point on Twitter at Six Point and go to subculturenewyork.com for information for the Six Point Holiday Concert and Beer Festival happening at Subculture this Saturday afternoon, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. Very, very cool stuff for the Humane Society. Follow them on Twitter at Six Point. And, uh, you know, we're talking about beer, but we're also now talking about gin and juice. But we will play right now, since this was the first oh, ever <laughs> recorded piece of music that Jake Clemens ever purchased on his own. And it's only three minutes and 31 seconds, folks, so you can tolerate this. Maybe just uh, a snippet. No, we're doing the whole thing. <laughs> this is gin and juice, Snoop Doggy Dog, because it's freeform, baby, because we can play it and... You know, I have this song in my computer that we can just play. I am praying that there is not a um, profanity, any curses in it. But Are you we kidding me? It's Snoop Dogg in 1993. Well, then hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we're good. You know, um, actually, you know, I was thinking about this. Wasn't there? Didn't Paul Simon cover it on like a TV show? I have no record. Okay, of that. why don't why don't we do this? Let's let's take find a, the Paul Simon cover if there. Let's is one. take a break right now. <laughs> And when we come back, we'll either play the Snoop Dogg version, or if I could find, I'm pretty sure Paul Simon did it because it was like the weirdest thing. Let's let's do a little auto tune. No, 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 no. I, I don't do auto tune. No auto tune. So no, no. We're gonna do some auto tune. No. I don't think so. I don't Tune think so. Uh, Tune 
I don't think so. No, really, I prefer the purity of the human voice. Really, let me let, let me let me just let me just demonstrate. All right. Drama in the LBC It's kind of hard being Snoop D-O-double-G But I somehow Some way So keep you coming up With this kid <laughs> Every single day yeah, I kick a little something For the G's And make a few ends As I breeze through Two in the morning And the party's still jumping Cause my mama ain't home And I got bitches In the living room Getting it on And uh, they ain't leaving Till six in the morning Six in the morning Yeah, so what you gonna do? Got a pocket full of rubbers in my home, but what do you do? Rolling down the street, smoking in dough, sipping on gin and juice. With my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Rolling down the street, smoking in dough, sipping on gin and juice. With my mind on my money and my money on my mind. With my mind on my money and my money on my mind. With my mind on my money. anything any i'm rich russo i'm here with jake clemens oh man and you know thank god for commercial breaks we're able to find the um <laughs> version of paul simon with uh chris rock and tracy morgan covering snoop dogs gin and juice which the album doggy style on cassette was the first uh, musical purchase you ever you ever made on your own right. when you went through a rebellious phase i was very naive i wasn't exposed to the things that i should have uh, been exposed to at the time so uh, <laughs> you know you just you're reaching for anything and uh and that's what you pick up uh and they, they, paul simon uh you know god bless him he's no g uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh man that was that was fascinating you know at the, at the same time though you know I, I would sneak on the tv and i would find um you know like uh the music music television at the time and uh when your parents weren't home well my parents yeah you know mom's at work dad's at work you know you get home early from school and you're like you know you're trying to find uh find out what's out there you know see like, it's funny your your rebellious phase was your parents weren't home and you would watch mtv yeah my rebellious phase <laughs> is i'm a little older than you is i wasn't allowed to watch sesame street as a kid because my father felt that it was it spoke down to children. It was demeaning because they the way they talked to the kids is if like, you know, three things are blue and one's red. Duh, you should know which one doesn't belong. Like so, he was really like anti Sesame Street. So I was not allowed. Explains your matter of fact nature. <laughs> so I was not allowed to watch Sesame Street, and therefore this was before remote controls and stuff. It was Channel Thirteen here. So my rebellion was when, if my parents weren't home or if I had a TV in, in my room at that point, 
and I was flicking through channels, I would watch Channel 13 because that was my rebellion because I was allowed to watch sitcoms and Mr. Ed, but I wasn't allowed to watch Sesame Street because my no big not bird. because they were hiding anything from me and they felt it was going to corrupt me. They just felt it was demeaning to a child, that right. show. So I remember trying to... I got to the infamous Channel 13 and... There was like this cooking show on, which now I've later to understand it was Julia Child. And she was actually cooking a steak and she was CIA agent, you know, you gotta watch out. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she was and she was talking about steak and and she went into this rant about putting ketchup on meat that it ruins the meat. And I just was like, whatever. And then a couple of days later, I don't know, my my mom makes me, I guess, which was gonna be my first hamburger. And she explains to me what the hamburger is. It comes from a cow, and it's basically a steak, but the steak is now taken off the bone and, you know, mashed together to make a hamburger, right. and it's going to be good, and I'm going to like it. And she makes it for me and, you know, puts it on the bun, and she's going to put the, she puts the cheese on it, and then she pulls out a bottle of ketchup. Reaches for the ketchup. And, and... Um, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, you put ketchup on it. It's going to ruin the meat. And then I, and I have never, ever had ketchup in my life <laughs> and i blame it on <laughs> sesame street because uh, i think if i was able to watch sesame street i wouldn't have rebelled and watched channel 13 on the sly then caught the cooking show where she was anti-ketchup on the meat you might have and been that a, been, you know a, a chicken nugget kid <laughs> <laughs> so anyway so you rebelled with uh, mtv yeah yeah absolutely you know and like, your father was a musician too right yes and, right so your father who's clarence's brother of course right. so they both were musicians and what instrument did he play uh he was a he was a director for the marine corps band so uh you know he has a background on everything but um his his primary instrument was alto saxophone oh, okay so so you basically two brothers playing sax yeah something like that <laughs> pretty cool <laughs> That's not a bit in a very different style, a very different uh, approach to it. But uh, so you picked up, so you picked up from both of them in your sax playing because your sax playing, when you play your obviously the Bruce sax is basically what's Clarence, yeah, translated Bruce's songs through, right. of course. Um, but when you've played and we've seen you do a couple solo gigs with your band, which by the way the band is fantastic. Oh, thank you. Your sax playing, you is different styles. It's not just yeah. straight. You know, there is some, I see some Coltrane influence in there. Oh, I appreciate And that. definitely some, obviously, and the Clarence influence has got to be there because anytime you play rock and roll sax, he's the guy. I mean, then right. there's also some King Curtis yeah. and some of the other, you know, players in there. Still and, Austin, yeah. Uh, Dexter Gordon. Yeah, I, I went to school for jazz. My, my father was classically trained. You know, I mean, like his, his thing was classical music and marching band. He, you know, he's, he was a sight reader. That was his thing. And I, I never really had a connection to that. And how did you pick up guitar? <laughs> I picked up the guitar because one day I was I was I was playing with the band and uh you know like things were like getting a little bit fuzzy getting rubbed the wrong way you know and and I decided you know I am, I am a luxury right I'm a sax, sax playing the saxophone like you are like you're luxury you make things like shiny and great but you're a luxury so when it comes down to uh uh the end of the day you can get cut you know, and that freaked me out when I realized that, like, you know, I'm going to be the first one to get dropped in every situation that I'm but in. Really, so it's funny because you would think that the sax is more of a unique skill. Therefore, right? like, the sax has got to stay because I could always replace the guitar player. Exactly. I could always replace the bass player. And maybe I could replace the keyboard guy. But there's you can't replace the sax. What, what were you 20 years ago, Rich? <laughs> no. And which gets into 
you did something very, 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 very cool for me. I, um, as a joke, I had mentioned to Tegan and Sarah, I should remix one of their songs. And they said, yes. And of course, <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And basically, they send me these like four gigs of files, and it's all these tracks. It doesn't even open up on my computer, so I have to go to my friend Joe in Staten Island. You know, you, you, are, you are a bizarre man by nature. The things that happen in your life, the things that transpire are incredible. And I just said, and we just he opens his file, and I say, okay, take out everything but the vocals, and now let's do it all over again. And I remember when um, I think uh, I had seen you and mentioned it to you, or maybe Nicole had reached out to you to see if you'd be interested. And you were like, I want in on it. And you came out to us. It was a rainy day. You came out to a studio in Staten Island in the middle of the hood. Right. I think it was the Wu-Tan's the original studio, right? right? Was that, it like the bathroom, like the Wu-Tan's bathroom? That's right? what I came to learn, indeed. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> 36 and, chambers in that studio. And you just came in and just nailed two different parts. You know, one was a rock and roll song, which is basically, you know, almost like a 50s rocker. We kind of, you know, whether it was going to say King Curtis, Clarence, or. Yeah. And then the other one, I had this idea of doing this kind of like prom theme ballad, what, you know, like Careless Whisper meets like We Got Tonight by like Bob Seeger, which is the piano and Tegan's angelic voice, and then you just playing this soulful saxophone which we kind of i kind of blindsided you with because you had already done like 30 takes of the rock one right and then i'm like oh by the way and and my favorite part of that was and it just shows how depth how deep you are as a musician you said we played you a little bit of the piano on your part and you go okay rich what's my inspiration here where am i and i at first i didn't know what to say because i was just like Huh? And then I literally said, "Okay, you're you're at a prom. It's it's with a you're with a girl that you've been chasing your entire life. You finally she agrees to go to the prom with you. It's been a great night. You're completely happy. You know that the night's going well, and you're, the prom's going to end. You're going to end up at a really sleazy, cheap motel on the beach somewhere, <laughs> and this is going to be your night of." <laughs> Your night of passion of with this girl that you've been chasing your entire life. And right as the prom ends, she leaves with somebody else. And I said, that's your inspiration. And you you played a sax that literally I was like, tears were coming down my eyes. because I felt that was the sax was that guy as he was walking out. So here's what we're going to do right now. We, We can't play the complete remixes of the Tegan and Sarah stuff because a, they haven't heard it yet. And I want them to be the first to hear, and they're going to hear it this Saturday night at their gig in Portchester. We're going to play for them backstage. And also, as you know, anything regarding our friend, the King of Norway, he's, um, wants to tinker with it a little bit more. He's been gracious enough to help me with this, to kind of finish it up. I mean, I gave it to him. It's like 95% done. He's like, I just want to do a little tweak here and there. The snippet that we're going to play right now was uh, Adam Wiener from Low Cut Connie on piano and Jake on sax. Low Cut Connie is going to be uh, one of the bands on the bill on January 11th at the Stone Pony for Jake's show. So uh, make sure you go see that. So here's a little clip of this, and then we'll just go into another song from there.
I was just kind of killing time. I seen a face staring out of black velvet painting from the window of five and dying. Couldn't quite recall the name, but the pose looked familiar to me. I asked a sales girl who was that man between the Doberman and Bruce Lee. She said, just a local hero. Local hero, she said with a smile. He's just a local hero. He used to live here for
Say anything, anything. I'm Rich Russo from Leeds, England. This past summer, Bruce Springsteen, East Street Band, doing Local Hero. And you hear uh, Bruce uh, asking if the horns are ready as he hits them with a song that not only isn't an East Street Band song, it's a song that wasn't originally done with horns. So the band is, the horn section is pretty much on the fly there. We're here with Jay Clemens, of course, part of that legendary horn section and the East Street Band. And big time. That horn section is a legend. I mean, it, it's amazing how, like, watching that horn section from that Apollo show through now. Yeah. I mean, that is a unbelievable, cohesive tower of power, whatever you want to call it. You know, stacks horns. I mean, that's. Yeah, I mean, I felt like a tadpole swimming with sharks. Or, you know, like, I mean, I've never been part of a horn section before. So uh, the graciousness of them even, you know, um, you know, helped me to understand how to be great at that, you know, at the level that they are. I mean, is, like you take is, is you take a guy like Kurt, who's yeah. just an amazing, yeah. amazing. All of them. I mean, like, seriously, there is not. Uh, they've done everything. They've done everything from They Might Be Giants to Radiohead to Diana Ross <laughs> Like the the disciples of soul. I mean, like literally, right. it is like the bases are covered with those guys. Um, and here's me. It's like I play solos. <laughs> <You know>? like, <laughs> being thrust in this amazing horn section, and 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 it was just such a great learning experience for me. Now being part of you know, and obviously you had seen, you know, East Street many many times. Yeah, of course. Before you were involved, does now being literally part of the process, right? Where you're part of the Bruce's creative vision and watching the rehearsals and how he puts the shows together and even how Steven does the horn stuff. That, and I hadn't, I had seen you once, I'm going to say, maybe it was four years at the Pony. You had played the Pony, right? Yeah. You did show the Pony. And you had played, you know, you played a lot of guitar that night. Yeah. And I remember being very good. But at the Wonder Bar, and when you did the show at Rockwood, the command, like your stage presence... Does being on tour with them for 18 months or watching what is going to be going down as one of the five greatest front men in the history of rock and roll. I mean, it's, you know, it's in no order. It's Bruce. It's Jagger. It's Prince, you know, Vetter. I mean, being watching that and being part of that. I mean, your your engagement in the audience and even the call and answer and even when you're stepping out with the mic and even with these songs being unfamiliar to everybody, because obviously there's no record on this. uh, I mean, does that translate? I mean, or did you feel that at those shows, your live shows? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I love the environment, you know, but like you said, I mean, for the last 18 months, I've been, uh, I've been in like the craziest, like the, the, the the highest, uh, Gracious, I don't know. Like, I've been training under the master, you know. I mean, like literally, I mean, you, you threw off some names there, and I, I love all those artists. They're all amazing, but like nobody's better at delivering a live concert experience than Bruce Springsteen. Like, I, I feel like that cannot be argued. And if you and if you try to argue that, then you should you need to go to a Bruce Springsteen concert. You know, like that's, oh no, it's, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's amazing <laughs> because from going to so many throughout the years, I get more enjoyment at this point. Of bringing somebody yeah. that's never seen him, right. or if I'm dating a new girl and she's not into him, or right. like, and you bring right. her, and then at the end, and that's disregarding that the perks that they get, they're in a different world, they're sitting, they're standing in the pit, or maybe they end up going back and they get to see some of the guys. But like, still, like when the show is over, they just sit there and go, like, this is 
This guy's insane. I mean, he's 60-something years old, and he's crowd surfing. It's not just that, though. It's the awareness of of the environment, you know? And that's something that, like, I've paid a lot of attention to. Uh, You know, I mean, I've 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 been being educated in this entire process, and it's been blowing my mind, like, consistently. Um, and I'm taking notes along the way and, uh, you know, just being in a position where I'm able to apply that stuff is like, is incredible. But, um, you know, like, like, you know, uh, God is good, you know, like uh, Lord willing, like some of that stuff runs off and I'm able to, um, exhibit some of those same characteristics, some of the same traits of, of greatness, um, you know, be the minuscule and, 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 you know, at the ground level, you know, but, uh, um, yeah, I mean, just watching him every night and how he, you know, sculpts a show for that specific audience and tailors it, you know, that's something that I, I, I've really um, taken in and, and wanting to apply for my own um, concert experience. And what, and what do you, and the spontaneity at yeah. times too, like we're basically the set lists. Huge. You know, like there was one show where I was looking at the set list and Steven goes, don't look at the set list, yeah. be surprised. Right. And I turned to Steven, I go, half the songs aren't going to be played anyway. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, you're right. Like, <laughs> right. We're sitting here with Jay Clemens on Anything, Anything. Let's take a quick break right now. Hey, this is Jay Clemens, and you're listening to whatever you want to listen to. I mean, I guess technically you're listening to whatever we want to listen to. But here it is with Rich Russo, Anything, Anything.
Anything, anything, I'm Rich Russo without brand new Jake Clemens from the EP Embracing Light, now available everywhere. Make sure you pick it up. It's fantastic. Had so much fun here tonight with Jake. I want to thank him so much for sitting down with me and allowing a lot of this mayhem and stories and rambling and picking some music, some good stuff, some not so good stuff. Just been a lot of a lot of fun. Make sure you see him January 11th at the Stone Pony. It's going to be a fantastic show. It's on Clarence's birthday, so that's definitely going to be emotional. Of course, he'll be on tour with the East Street Band for most of the winter as well. If you can get to South Africa or Australia, go check it out. Obviously, Springsteen High Hopes, new album coming out January 14th. We'll have more of that as uh, as time gets closer, of course. And remember, the next couple of weeks, we do the Anything, Anything holiday extravaganza over the air where I play you the wackiest wackiest Christmas songs you've ever heard over the next couple of weeks. Do not miss that. So let's um, say goodnight to everybody. And I'm going to close out with this one. This is um, Jimmy Dean. And uh, I'm going to send this out. This is my personal song that I am going to send out to Jake Clemens to thank him. And he's just sitting here with this blank look on his face. He doesn't know what it is. Jimmy Dean, I won't go hunting with you, Jake. But I'll go chasing women. Thank you, everybody. Good night. This has been Anything, Anything. I'm Rich Russo. Oh, it's springtime in the mountains, and I'm full of Mountain Dew. Can't even read my catalog like I used to do. I'm sitting in that little shed that's right back of the house. Here comes old Jake with all the hounds, but he's going to hear me shout. Oh, I'll go hunting with you, Jake, but I'll go chasing women. Put them hounds back in the pen Quit your silly grinning Well, the moon is right and I'm half tight My life is just beginning I won't go hunting with you, Jake But I'll go chasing women Let's go down to the meeting house And wait till they start home Them gals that live on Possum Creek Will always leave alone We'll run them down the corn rows, them sassy little misses. We'll scare them pretty gal to death. We'll stop and throw them kisses. Well, I won't go hunting with you, Jake, but I'll go chasing women. So put them hounds back in the pen with your silly grinning. All the moon is right and I'm half tired. My life is just beginning. I won't go hunting with you, Jake, but I'll go chasing women.
one's got my heart Don't tease that gal with the yellow hair And wear the dress of green But that little gal belongs to me I know she's past 16 Oh, go hunting with your jake But I don't chase women So put them hounds back in the pen And put that silly grinning General store when a silly thing I seen. They make them in the city. It's called a magazine. I turned to page 32 and look at what I found. Them gals wear clothes and we 